What's going on, guys? It is Phoebe Goodwin back here again for another episode of Album Digest. Welcome back. I'm so excited to be going over this week's album, Melophobia by Cage the Elephant. And so this is definitely one of the most rock albums I've done while being on the show. And so I'm super excited to highlight this iconic album by an an iconic band that I've just recently gotten into over the past month or so. And so just a little bit about Cage the Elephant. First of all, let's talk about how they got this name because it's very distinct. Sounds kind of like a garage band where they pulled three words out of a hat and decided to make a band name out of it. But there actually is a story behind their name. And so According to Wikipedia, a very trusty source, it says the band's name, according to the lead singer Matt Schultz, came from an incident in 2006 when a mentally disturbed man approached the band after a show. He hugged Schultz and kept repeating the sentence, you have to cage the elephant over and over again. And for some reason, that experience kind of stuck and that's how they got their name, which I think is super interesting. There's always a story behind the name, which is so interesting. And so I love getting to learn more about that. And so just a little bit more about the band Cage the Elephant. They formed in 2006 in Kentucky, but then later on moved to London in 2008 before their first album release. So they kind of got to practice together in the States and then moved to London in 2008 and released their first studio album. And so this is a huge band. I'm sure many of you have at least heard the name of this band or at least one or two of their songs. And so they've gotten a Grammy for the best rock album. Melophobia is their third studio album, and melophobia actually means fear of music, and so I thought this was a really interesting concept to have as your name for an album. Obviously, if you're making an album, you love music, and so I thought it was interesting how they, you know, said it was a fear of music, and so... I think this might kind of feed into fear of what music was becoming and how it didn't mean as much as it did at one point in time. And so through this album, they wanted to remain transparent and honest, like real music should be. Matthew Schultz, the lead singer, said, if you're not slightly embarrassed to sing the lyrics, you're probably not writing a good song, which I thought was an extremely interesting quote in just how music should push limits and should make people uncomfortable in a way. It should make you think and push you out of your comfort zone and make you see world the world in a different light, especially, you know, that's what art is for. It's to evoke these emotions that people feel into something tangible almost. And so I thought that was a really interesting concept that he wrote about. Well, you know, now that you have your history of Cage the Elephant, let's go ahead and get started into the album. So the first track we're going to be highlighting is Spiderhead. And so (laughs) all of these songs are so different from what my music taste was a year ago. And so I think it's really cool how I've grown and how this show has really pushed me to appreciate and love music that I wouldn't normally listen to. So this is really a big rock vibe okay I haven't really highlighted a lot of that because rock kind of scares me but I think this is a good entry level for me and later on we can get more into the realm of the rock world so I kind of described this as a warm-up for the rest of the rock that will be highlighted in this album and it kind of talks about this toxic relationship this girl has control over him and he's trying to loosen the grip she has So in the chorus, he said, spiders in my head, spiders in my mind. So obviously something's wrong. You know, normally when you're in love, there's butterflies in your head or unicorns and rainbows, but there are spiders. And a lot of people are afraid of spiders. And so maybe he's afraid of what his mind is turning into. Something's obviously going wrong with this relationship. Or I also took it as he's becoming so drained by this relationship. There's nothing left in his head, you know, spiders, cobwebs, it's desolate in his brain. And so I thought that was, you know, one or two ways you could interpret that. But he continues to go on that she can take his eyes, but he's not blind. So he sees what she's doing. Like she can do all of this, but she's not going to away with it because he sees and he's not blind. And there's a break 
there's a break in this song right af- at the end, so no words are sung after the break, but it almost sounds like a scratch CD, you know, when it would get stuck and play the same two seconds over and over and over and over again, and you'd have to take it out and breathe on it and then wipe it with your t-shirt. You guys know what I'm talking about, I hope. But it kind of does this, but this is a stylistic technique, which I thought was interesting, and it slows down. The pace slows down, and then it ends. So this could represent a break in the relationship and things becoming calmer once this girl, you know, leaves his life. But I thought that was a very interesting stylistic technique because when this album was released, that would have been something people were dealing with, you know, with the Scratch CD. But anyways, I've done a lot of talking and we have not done a lot of listening. So without further ado, here is Spiderhead. up or come a little closer is going to be the next track we are going to be listening and this song was inspired when Matthew Schultz the main singer in the band was abroad and he was out on his balcony one morning looking over the city 
And in the back of his head, he was just thinking about the different people and the different souls that inhabited this little town. You know, coming into a place as a stranger and realizing this is someone's home and this is where someone has always grown up and it's not a foreign land to them, but it is to me. And so I don't know if that makes sense, but just kind of entering into someone else's world as a stranger. And I think this is a super cool concept as, you know, a lot of people will be walking down the street and just have the realization of all of these people have had just as complex of a life as I have and they have memories and souls and they laugh and cry and have friends and family. And so I think this is something hard to comprehend as a lot of times we're just focused on our own lives and our friends' lives. But when we look around, we can really see how complex everyone else's life is around us. It's just as crazy as ours, which is really intense and crazy to think about. Um, So I think this is just the coolest song, coolest concept to write a song about. It's a very mellow vibe. It's super chill, so not super rock as the last one. Uh, He also uses this cool voice effect that sounds like the radio or a phone call almost, and so it's kind of layered which is really cool it just sounds kind of distant and it's it just sounds cool that's it but he's in this song he's just kind of talking about when you get a closer look at people you're able to learn more about that person's life and what they're going through and it also relates back to him as an artist you know as a musician as an artist as a creator things can get lost in translation and people don't understand that you're human too and you're a person too and so I think he's going through this idea of being misunderstood and people not really understanding that he's just like us. Um, but through this song, the beat is very captivating and they don't they don't let you be bored whenever you're listening to their songs. And so you are always really intrigued through their sound as it's very interesting and, again, super captivating to the listener. And so here is Come a Little Closer. Yeah. 
thousand people stand alone now And in the evening the sun sets Tomorrow it will rise Next up is Telescope and this was I think the second song I heard on this album just a little over a year ago and right when I heard it I was totally obsessed with it. You know you get that one song you listen to over and over and over and over again. I'm sorry to my freshman year roommate because I would have this one song playing probably all the time but it's titled Telescope and so I think what really drew me in as a listener was just the way this song is written in a storytelling way. So it's a narrative of Schultz when he was in a really dark time. You know, he's looking through this telescope or, you know, looking in the mirror and seeing the way he's living his life, just dawdling around, dawdling around his room and not really doing anything meaningful, or at least so he feels. And... It's very interesting, a very interesting way to look at this, but it has a very nice keyboard melody. It's super simple, but the lyrics are super complex, so it doesn't need a whole lot of musical backing to support it as the lyrics really do a lot um, itself. But through the song, he's just trying to grasp the concept of time. He's trying to figure out a way to make the most of it all and not waste any time he has, even though he feels like he's wasting away a lot of it, just walking around his room and not really doing anything super great. But then it's also kind of a battle because he's in the super dark time in his life. And so he's wanting to lock himself in his room and just not do anything. But at the same time, there's so much he wants to do. So it's really this tug of war between... I don't want to let anyone into my life, but also I have so much I want to do with my life. And so it's really hard to cope what you're feeling in this, you know, turmoil going on inside when you're not letting anyone in. And so by locking his doors and being alone, he's really not being able to process his emotions. And, you know, there's a point in the song where it's this huge climax and he starts almost rapping, but like screaming and it's so good and you just feel his emotion and just what he's trying to convey to the listener is so evident and he's just like what's going on what's going on I don't know what I'm feeling and I don't know how to make sense of it and he just feels trapped in his emotions and he's wanting to let someone in wanting to open up but he doesn't know how and so I think this really sheds light on how important it is to have people in your life to be there and who will push you to open up and Ooh, this song is so good and it's just like when the climax comes it just makes you want to scream and bang your head against a wall in the best way though it's so good and i can't wait for you guys to hear it Telescope, I see a pair of eyes peer back at me. He walks and talks and looks like me. Sits around inside his house from room to room. He moves about, fills his life with pointless things and wonders how it all turns out.
desperately searching for signs too terrified to find a thing he battens all the hatches down and wonders why he hears no sounds frantically searching his dreams he wonders what it's all about Right, so now we're going to be going over the song Take It or Leave It. And this is an urge that Schultz is giving this girl. They've been in a relationship and things just are not going. So, you know, they've known each other long enough where it's like, you should know I'm right for you. I've given you everything you've wanted. Everything's been going well. I, you know, things are good. We get along. You should know that this is going well, but this girl is just still so, she just can't make up her mind. And so he's basically saying, take it or leave it. Like, I can't really play this game. And so he's just urging her to make up her mind, pick a side, you know, I can't keep being led on. And then, you not doing anything and so I think he's just in this point of deep confusion where he doesn't really know where things are where things stand between them and he's just tired of the nonsense and so he's really wanting her to stay because he's obviously has had a great experience with knowing her and being in a relationship with her but the her 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 lack of decision making is really making having a negative impact on his life and so this is a really fun kind of upbeat more of the chill vibes that we saw in the earlier songs and so this is super fun just kind of very interesting though because you can kind of almost hear this cry in his voice as he's singing of almost begging her to stay and just make up her mind so he can move on with his life Thank you. 
So next up is a track titled Halo, and this entire song is kind of dedicated to him sharing this experience of losing his halo. So losing his purity in some sense or his innocence, whether it's growing up or a relationship or substance abuse. And so throughout this song, he's talking about how he keeps falling into this habit this old habit whether it's you know with this girl or with drugs or just with some bad habit he always seems to fall back in whenever it comes around and so I think this is a super interesting take on just having toxic relationship with something in your life and um I think the feeling of this relationship whether it's you know, an addiction of some kind, it can just feel so intoxicating and he can't get enough of it, even though he knows it's wrong. So it's just talking about him doing something he knows isn't good for him, but doing it anyway, because in that moment, it's super great. And so it's just talking about through this journey with this substance or a girl or whatever, whatever it may be through it all he has lost his innocence lost his halo and in the chorus it has something really cool where it's a call and response so he'll sing a phrase and then some another person will like respond which I think is super interesting and kind of interactive and it just I don't know it's just fun and I just wanted to point it out but rock with drums and guitar very cool song it's really fun how just a guitar and drum when it's played in a certain way can really evoke this rock vibe and they totally do that here uh but this is a super fun song kind of reflective in a way and yeah so here is halo
Next up is a track titled Hypocrite. And so this song is just talking about a failed relationship when it was all on him. And so he made this fatal mistake or he had this fatal flaw that just kind of ruined the relationship. And, you know, he did something to really make her mad, make her leave him. And so now he's dealing with the consequences because I think, you know, maybe in the relationship he didn't love her well or love her show love the way he really loved her like he loved her a lot but wouldn't really show it and so he was hypocritical in that sense of just saying all of these things but inside meaning something completely different and so I think through this song he's just processing that she's gone and that he was the reason why and so he's just processing all of these emotions and loss and turmoil and regret and he makes a reference to John Lennon's song Strawberry Fields Forever and so in that song by Lennon he's talking about just the youth and how it goes on forever and this abundant life of innocence and ease and so in the lyrics he said he talks about how he watched the strawberry fields fade and so just how the youth and beauty of this relationship he had has now dried up and so he's having to deal with this and it's just really sad because it's slipping away with every regrettable decision he made and you know he ultimately lost her and something really fun with the music that I like about this song is just how the drum follows the voice and so when he sings the drum will like play as he's singing the words which I think is really cool that's just one of my favorite things and then there's also a trumpet in the song and you guys know how I feel about trumpets so let's just go ahead and listen to Hypocrite.
Okay, so now we are going to move on to definitely the weirdest, most eccentric song on this album, and it's titled Teeth. And so it's definitely my favorite song on the album just because of how weird it is and different, but it's so good. Like, they make it work somehow. And a lot of this song consists of him just talking with a lot of music going on behind, and so he's telling his story and his heart and the way he feels about the world and what's going on and the music going on behind him talking is super loud and angsty it's emotional and almost chaotic so it's very loud and it's a lot and it's kind of hard to process and take in but I think through that they are really able to display these emotions he's feeling because a lot of times emotions can feel intangible but when you just play really loud music sometimes you feel understood and there's a screeching guitar and this just reminds me of I don't know if any of you guys are diary of diary of a wimpy kid fans but Roderick his older brother has this garage band and there is just a scene where they're practicing and this song just kind of gives me those vibes just like teenagers who are angsty and no one understands them and they're just playing a really loud guitar just to feel something and so the song is really written about when you experience something so deeply that you can feel it in your teeth. Like you feel it in every kind of body part that you have. It's just overwhelming. And, you know, this could also be about an insane drug experience that's causing him to hallucinate or feel things just on a completely different level. Level, But this whole song honestly sounds like a bad trip where you are just going crazy and it's all over the place and very chaotic and the the scratched cd sound we heard earlier in the album is making another appearance today and there are also trumpets and so there's a lot going on in this song but it's so awesome and wonderful and I think he's also kind of talking about what when he's just kind of talking with the music behind him he's just talking about how there's a lack of artists in the world and there's a need for art humanity needs art to survive and to experience the world fully and to really you know appreciate what's going on around them and when there's art I feel like people feel as though they are better understood and so I think this is kind of a call to action for all creators or artists or doers and thinkers out there to do and to create and to think and to share what they have come up with in their brain and how vital this is for the well-being of people and art and the act of creating and so I think he is calling people to be unselfish in a way to share their art and share their ideas as we have entered into a very selfish world. And so I think this is a very profound song and it's crazy and it's good and it makes you kind of scared and it's awesome. So here is Teeth.
storytellers gone Just when did I become so eaten up by moss And covered in the cloak of popularity And then I lose my voice in between the echoes of self-serving prophecy A captain without a ship A chief with a chief without a tribe A raging megalomaniac who only speaks to hear his cheeks slap together And worship the sound of his own voice I'm a full cry, I'm a full cry, I'm a full cry, I'm a full cry A hollow cave inside the wood The frigid wind pushes the cowardly trees Without dispute, paper thin, paper thin garments and 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 garments Pray for summer days The rain and wind are so strong outside my window And winter's always searching for me I hear his cheeks slap together and worship his own voice so tired of the demands of this world, her nagging voice, the songs she sings, the songs that she desires. She cries out in the heat of her passions, her legs spread and ready for a ready for a stranger. A captain without a ship, a chief with a chief without a tribe, a raging megalomaniac who only speaks to hear his cheeks slap together and worship the sound of his own voice. I dare not take another drink until it's gone. Just when did I become so eaten up by moss and covered in a cloak of popularity? When did I lose my voice in between the echoes of self-serving prophecy? All right, so now we're going to go on to the most popular song on this entire album and possibly the most popular song that Cage the Elephant has ever written and that's Cigarette Daydreams and so it's really yet again an ode to being young as that seems to be a theme in a lot of the albums we cover in Album Digest. Um, It is just holding on to a sweet, sweet little memory that happened long ago when he was 17 with this girl, his first love who was so great you know, he was weak in the knees, and it was this innocent, pure, total love for this girl, and so she's wanting to find this peace somewhere in something or someone, and so I think he is witnessing her trying to find this and is kind of inspired, and so she avoids being alone by driving driving at night and all through the night and doesn't want to be alone in bed thinking before bed and so I think she's trying to find her purpose or identity Um, and this is just a good song it has a hearty melody good beat it's just all around good and understandable as to why it's so popular Um, but this is just trying to figure out who you are when you are just a little 17 year old Did you stand there all alone? Oh, I cannot explain what's going down. I can see you standing next to me. In and out, somewhere
Alrighty, guys. Well, that is all I have for you today. Today on Album Digest. I hope you learned a little bit about Cage the Elephant and have a better appreciation for their music. Um, but I am so thankful for all of you who have listened, and I will see you guys next week.